Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Female Empowered Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, and this is recording two of this podcast because apparently I recorded the first one without any audio. So woohoo for technology and for turning 50. This is what happens, I guess, when you're 50. So anyways, this is my second time recording this podcast, so maybe it'll even be better than the first one. What we're going to talk about today is how you can leverage local marketing and network marketing to boost sales in a brick and mortar business. So specifically for those of us that are brick and mortar, boutique fitness, boutique healthcare, boutique wellness businesses, marketing tends to be just this like big, overwhelming umbrella for a lot of us. And many times we know we have to market, but we just don't know how to go about doing that. And there's so much different information out there. Do you do digital marketing? Do you do ads? Do you do Facebook ads? Do you do Google ads? Do you run an ad in your newspaper? Do you get um, PR in a publication? And all of that is marketing. By the way, getting branded swag or merch and giving them out to your clients is marketing, okay? Because they're you wearing your logo and stuff out in the community. And so all of it is marketing. And sometimes because we don't really know or understand how to leverage that or how to track it, I'll, oftentimes you're like, well, I try marketing and it doesn't work. And so what, what I'm going to talk about today is how we can use local networking local relationship building to boost sales and customers into our local brick and mortar studios. All right. So these are also very low cost ways of growing your client base. They are slower. They are what we would call more organic in nature, but, or, and if we know that organic marketing works, then throwing money behind it with paid ads will work better. So if we don't know organic marketing works, we don't know who we're talking to and what our messaging is, when we throw money behind it, it's only going to kind of exemplify that it what's already not working. So I love being more visible in my local community, and I know that it's going to pay off in the long run. That's the other mindset thing you have to have. Like it's going to pay off in the long run. So you can't think about, oh, I just started the strategy and I haven't gotten a new client yet. No, it's, I just started the strategy and I'm going to continue to do this strategy. And I know that it will pay off in perpetuity, which it will. Okay. But it's slow. So basically what you want to, 
what's the word I'm looking for? What you want to test really is just, can you be consistent with this at least for 90, 120 days? All right. And, and what kind of feedback are you getting? And then this is where it really becomes a numbers game. So let's talk a little bit about this. What are the benefits of going with like a local marketing campaign? Um, increased visibility. So I'll give you a perfect example. So in one of our, both of our studios are in a big city. So Miami, however, we are in like small little communities. So one is in Coconut Grove, which is a nice little kind of pocket of Miami. People that live in the Grove and work in the Grove, they love the Grove and they they frequent businesses that are in the Grove. So the more that I can boost my visibility within that community, the likelihood is that these people either live or work there, right? And so it makes it easier for my potential customers to find out who we are and to learn more about our services, all right? It also helps in building trust and relationships because let's say these potential customers go to this little cafe that's like by my studio all the time. Well, if I do some marketing with them, they already trust the little cafe. And so by nature of, it's not osmosis, like just connection, right? They're going to trust me because they trust the cafe. So it's the same way, like if you, one of your clients or patients ask if you have a good massage therapist and you give them that referral, your client's going to trust that massage therapist because they trust you. Another reason why local marketing is great is because it's cost effective. So really compared to these like digital marketing agencies or broad, broad marketing strategies, local networking can be very cost effective because you're going after people that you already know are like-minded individuals and they're frequenting establishments that you know are good and valuable and already vet their kind of customers. So the same way that most people tell me that their biggest referral source is word of mouth, this is another way to boost word of mouth referrals, okay? People will talk about you in restaurants. So let me give you another example. Um, there is a great little cafe or a restaurant or a coffee shop around the corner from your business. If you, and later on in the episode, we're gonna talk about how you can partner with some of these businesses and what you can actually do in terms of a marketing strategy. So you do some marketing with them. In other words, maybe you have like a QR code or something on their table, something cute and fun. We'll talk about that later. And one of your clients comes in and is sitting with friends of theirs and they say, oh, that's the Plotty studio that I go to. And your friends are like, oh, I've been meaning to try this place out. There you go, word of mouth. Okay. It gives us the competitive advantage that we can have over larger businesses because oftentimes, especially when you're in this nice little community, people like to shop local. They really do. Rather than, you know, people, yes, is Starbucks great, but would people like local coffee shops? Sure. Right. Okay. So it's good. Those are a lot of really great reasons why local marketing and networking is beneficial to you. Increase visibility building trust and relationships. It's cost effective. You get a competitive advantage over these larger corporations that have hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars for marketing campaigns. So we don't necessarily, or at least I don't, I don't know about you, but um, I want to use my money wisely. And so I want to do things that I think are going to leverage the best return on my investment. All right. So 
Now we talked about why those reasons are great. And let's talk first about what you should do in order to have a successful marketing strategy. Now, I say strategy all the time because so many people, they just are like, oh, I put an ad in a paper or I post on social media or I put some Facebook ads up and there's no strategy behind it. There's no like, okay, so the person's going to click on my ad and then they're going to get taken to the landing page and on the landing page, I'm going to grab their email and after that email, they'll get an auto email to schedule a session. There's just like, I did an ad. Okay, well, are you tracking the ad? I don't know. Are you, what is the follow-up procedure? Where are they going from the ad? What are they seeing after this, right? So one of the things that I really encourage people to do is create this entire strategy. Like in your head, you're walking this customer through exactly what steps you want them to take one at a time, okay? So it's important, one, to have some sort of online presence. So a website of some sort. Now, it doesn't have to be a fully built out, customized WordPress site, at least something, right? So you can build a really basic site on Wix that at least there's a place that somebody can go. Now, I don't really recommend Wix because I don't think it's scalable. It's really hard to grow through. However, if that's the barrier to entry to you getting out there and marketing in local businesses, put something up on Wix and you can change it later. Okay. So then the other thing is you want to have some sort of social media presence. Now, some people are like, oh, I don't want to really do social media. Well, that's where people are going to check you out. It used to be when people heard about your business, they would go to your website. Now, a lot of people are just going to check your social feeds. Like, are you on Facebook or are you on Instagram? Um, my audience really isn't on TikTok. So I don't think people are coming to find me on TikTok. Um, but maybe your audience is. So you don't have to be on there posting every single day. However, you should have some sort of online presence, especially in what I recommend for people is education. Okay. One of the things I tell people all the time about marketing is give your shit away for free. In a, but you don't give it an order. You don't necessarily teach exactly how to do it for you because people will pay you to show them how to do it specifically for them and in what order. Okay. So it's okay to give, educate people. The information is out there. They can go on YouTube and figure out how to fix their back pain. They can go on YouTube and find a Pilates class. So the information is out there. So give it more to them for free and make it so valuable that they're like, well, I want this person to show me how to do it specifically for me, whatever your niche is. The other thing is make sure to have some reviews. These are really, really free ways to build your online presence on both Facebook, on Google, okay? So ask people, have an automated way that you can ask people for reviews. We have a, and we made this ourselves. You can buy them now on Etsy, it's super, super easy. But we created a QR code that goes directly to our business, Google business profile review page. And in our studio, we have, we created this on Canva and it says, we'd love your feedback and we'd also love for you to help us grow leave a review. And we have it a couple places in the studio. It was really easy. It was free to make. And now we have a bunch of reviews and reviews really help people look at them. Okay. 
when you are growing, you want a way to collect people's email addresses. So with whatever you're doing, whatever freebie you're doing, whatever you're giving them away, whatever you're giving away in your ad or in your local strategy, find a way to collect people's email addresses so you can continue to grow your email list. And then lastly, using local SEO on your site, especially if we're local brick and mortar businesses. So on our site, we say things like Miami's best Pilates studio. And then on other pages, we have best Pilates in Coconut Grove, best Pilates in South Miami, Pilates and Coral Gables, reformer Pilates in Miami. So use your little niches because that's what people are searching. When they go to search, they search, you know, Pilates in Coconut Grove or physical therapy in Coconut Grove or back pain relief in, in South Florida. So use your local area for local SEO, okay? And you want to make sure that you have your name, address, and phone number consistent across all of your listings. So if you move, make sure that you update that. All right. So <clears throat> how can you now prepare a 90 to 120 day strategy that involves local marketing? So local in your area, um, how can you get out to some of these like-minded businesses that are going to help boost your reach to customers that are already visiting businesses in your area and are looking for the services that you are offering them. The first thing you're going to do is start to identify potential partners. So how do you do this? Research local businesses that align with your brand. Look for complementary services, things like in our niche, health food stores, running stores, juice places, smoothie places, vegan restaurants, regular restaurants, coffee shops, chiropractors, massage therapists. If you're a physical therapist, Pilates studios, yoga studios. If you're a Pilates studio, physical therapy places, um, boutique fitness stores, baby stores, bookstores, right? Are these like-minded people? Do your clients read a lot. Our clients read a lot. So we recently partnered with a local bookstore, not a big chain, so not like Barnes and Noble, but a local bookstore. And we put our little logo and a QR code on bookmarks for them. And they give up bookmarks with every book they sell. All right. So that is one thing. Create a list of like three to five businesses in your area that you think would be a great place to get in front of your ideal customer. If these businesses happen to be women-owned, even better. Now you already have a connection, all right? The next thing you're going to do is figure out who the contact person is in that business. Do you know that owner? Do you know someone that knows that owner? Do you have a client that works there? Do you have someone on LinkedIn that you're mutual friends with that can connect you? And you're going to craft an email, and this is a great place where you can use ChatGPT, where you can say something like, I am a local brick and mortar Pilates studio, and I am looking to connect with a local juice store to run a collaboration and a cross promotion. Create a short, concise opening email that I can use to establish a relationship and let it spit it out for you. And then if you don't like it, you can say, make it sound more engaging, make it sound less professional, make it sound more professional. Don't use buzzwords. There's there's all ways you can do it until you get to exactly what you want and then figure out a way that you can get it to that 
contact person. It could be DM through Instagram. It could be PM, personal message through Facebook. It can be an email. If you happen to know their phone number, you can text them. Now, remember, this isn't you pitching your idea. It's making the connection to say, hey, so-and-so, you know, Jane said that she, I saw Jane in your store the other day and she is a great client of ours and it got me thinking, I would love to provide a service to your clientele and would you be interested in speaking about a co-collaboration? I'd love for you to be able to get some access in front of our clients. You know, remember, give before you ask. Give. How can you help them? So if you're approaching them, it's not about how can you help me? It's how can I help you get in front of my customers, right? How can I do something that will make your customers feel more valuable by giving away a free class or a discount on a session, you know, makes people feel special. All right. So after that, you want to keep following up. You want to follow up two or three times. Hopefully you've made contact by this time. And then you set up a time to meet ideally in person and discuss things, you know, questions like how do you think I can help support you and your clients? What do you think would be ideal for your clients in terms of um, making them feel more special for you? How can we help you? And then you can have ideas, but listen more than you speak when you're having these initial marketing meetings, right? You can do things like you can co-host an event. You can cross promote on social media. Maybe you can say to them, hey, I'd love for you to do an Instagram takeover on our feed where we feature you and your business every day. And then maybe we can collaborate and we can do one on your feed. Do you have a podcast that you can bring them on? Can you offer... Maybe it's, so March is um, International Women's Month, I'm pretty sure. So maybe you go to another business that that um, their prime business, their prime um, ideal client is female. And you can say, hey, for the month of March, we'd love to give all of your women 10% off at our studio or something to that effect. How can you make it special and unique opportunity for them that they can offer their clients. Now, some ideas that we have for ways that you can partner with these local businesses are as follows. So we've done things where we've worked with local coffee shops. Um, we did two, one in, one coffee shop in each location because we, again, want them to feel special. And they're local businesses, so they're not chains. Both of them own one location. And I approached them and I just said, you know, hey, we would love to, you know, do some sort of collaboration. Would you be interested in us providing you coffee sleeves for the next six months with a little QR code to our studio? And so what we did was we created a graphic and printed them up in coffee sleeves that says brewing health and wellness next door start your journey with us here. And it's a little QR code that goes to a dedicated landing page on our website that's specific to that business. That way we can track it. So one, I can track how many people landed on that page. And if it's hidden, the only people landing on it are people that are gonna click on that QR code, right? So you can see, are people clicking on it? If nobody's clicking on it, then there's some sort of disconnect. Either they're not using coffee sleeves or nobody's noticing it that's where the kink in the chain is. 
if a lot of people are clicking on it, but they're not taking the action you want, which is maybe give them your giving you their email um, or scheduling a session, then you got to figure out, are we getting in front of the right people or is the offer enticing enough? Okay. And this is where it becomes a numbers game. So if I give a business a thousand coffee sleeves, I would expect that about 50% of them will at least click on that ad, click on the QR code. It costs them nothing to click on the QR code, right? And then out of that, I'm expecting that maybe 20 of them or so, or maybe like, oh, this, I could try this. And then maybe we get 10 of them to convert. So 10, which is 1% of a thousand is what we're looking for in a conversion rate. So this is where it becomes a numbers game. If I get 5,000 of them out there, my conversion rate will be 50. All right. So this is how it just becomes a numbers game. And it's a really low cost way to get out in front of a lot of people, right? I can print up, you know, a thousand coffee sleeves for like 500 bucks. Okay. So Again, that's again, that's talking about like co-branded marketing materials. You can do this with bookmarks for a bookstore. You can do this with um, coasters for restaurants. You can do this with to-go boxes, whether it's stickers or something on the to-go box for meal delivery services. Um, you can, the other thing is like, again, Instagram takeovers. Can you do content collaborations with these studios? So maybe you do, they do an Instagram takeover on your feed. And then one day you do an Instagram takeover on their feed. Do you have community like bloggers? Can you collaborate with a community blogger that really already talks about all the businesses in your specific area? Can you do a joint event together? Again, maybe promote something in March for Women's Day. Maybe you bring in someone that's like going to talk about menopause. Or maybe you bring in something that's going to talk about financial fitness for females, right? So it doesn't necessarily, it's how can you collaborate to get your ideal customer a, more, the other information that they're already looking for and collaborate with those people. So is a 90 day strategy where you can, and at the very least, I know I get a little sidetracked, sorry, I interrupt myself. At the very least, even if you get no clients, it's getting your name out there in the community. It's building relationships with other local businesses. It's getting your name, your logo, your branding in front of the audience. And it might not turn around now, but it will turn over time. All right. These are the long game marketing strategies but it's a great way to start to grow your identity in the community, especially if you're a brick and mortar location, all right? So I love a lot of these. We do a lot of them here in, uh, at Pilates in the Grove. And to be honest, we actually had to pull back some of these because we're over capacity right now. We're at like, we have no place to put people to come in. We're on like a three week waiting list. And so we had to pull back, which is a great thing to have. But when they're already out there. It's already building. So when we maybe get slower in the summer, we can do another surge to, you know, help boost our visibility in the community. I'd love to hear what you think about these strategies. Have you tried them? 
Have you analyzed them? What has worked for you? What has not worked for you? I would love to hear what other people are doing in their local communities. And if they've figured out like the sweet spot for them, if you have feedback, DM me over on Instagram. I would love, love, love to hear what you are doing in your own personal business and in your own communities. And, you know, sharing is caring. I love to share information with all of you. And I would love to hear what's working for you in your own individual businesses and local communities. And until next time, I would also love if you shared this podcast with even one business owner, or maybe took a screenshot and shared it on your Instagram page and tagged me. It's the way myself as a small business and myself as a small you know, mentor gets my name in front of other female business owners that are in boutique healthcare, wellness, and fitness. So if you would at least like and subscribe, maybe leave a review, share this on your social feeds, it would mean a ton to me. And you can feel good that you're helping another local female woman-owned business. All right. So until next time, my friends, bye for now, ladies. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. But before you go, could I ask you to take a minute Okay, so maybe like two minutes and leave me an honest review about the podcast. It really does help me get this podcast in front of more women in healthcare, wellness, and fitness, and also really lets me know that I'm actually sharing information you all like to listen to. Thanks again and catch you all on the next episode.